Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner, and wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic, into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Hello, my name is Jerry Durham. Welcome to what's best for the patient is best for business podcast. This is the interview series, doing it and helping others. Enjoy. I do want to add one thing on that you haven't said that I have seen an impact of and what with what you're doing and what other people I've talked to are doing is there's this whole issue with burnout in our profession, right? Burnout. Yeah. Burnout is from people just stuck in situations that they feel they have no control over. So I want people, when you go back and listen to what Danny just said is I'm going to say this and I'll say this more than once. What the work Danny is doing is preventing burnout in our profession. So it's, it's simple as that. And we can't just look at the money side. We can't look at the whatever creation side. We, we've got to look out, right, that giving access, access is a big word, to not only patients, but freaking PTs, too, to work in environments where they can thrive and strive, and that prevents burnout. So when you see that word burnout, right, Danny and the group PT Biz and his people are helping to prevent burnout in our profession. And by the way, like Danny said, You know, business is not, not everybody needs to go into business, but I'll tell you this too, because I've I've seen it and I've worked with people who have worked with Danny, the business skills you get from working with Danny, you could go start another freaking business altogether. So you don't even need to stay in PT, to be honest. And to me, right, that's what I say. There's a foundation to business success. And that's what you guys are. That's what you guys are showing everybody. Yeah. You know, and, and to, to the, the credit of, you know, my, I have two business partners and, and my wife who's partner in everything. You're going to mention your business partners or you just yeah. Over yeah. So, so Jared, uh, moon, who is one of my business partners, Jared is a, uh, prior F 16, uh, air force pilot, um, turned digital entrepreneur. He owns garage gym athlete, uh, which is a subscription based, uh, programming company for people training in their garage, believe it or not. Um, is a incredibly successful, you know, seven figure business. Uh, he bootstrapped, um, after having a pretty catastrophic injury while flying that removed him from being able to fly jets. Um, you know, and, and, uh, Eve Gigi, who's my other business partner who has uh, cash practice in Charleston, wasn't, you know, owned an in-network practice, sold it, knows what that side looks like really wants nothing to do with, you know, running practices like that again, as well as, uh, you know, I mean, he's just a serial entrepreneur, right? He's a partner in uh, four different companies, physical business, uh, online education, and his cash, cash practice. So, you know, what, what we essentially try to do is, um, you know, teach, it's, it's not just tactics, right? Like, I mean, there's, there's plenty of tactics where it's a, Hey, if you want to, you know, your sales process should look like this. This is what percent of gross revenue you should pay your employees. Here's how you structure a, you know, a, a, a comp plan for a staff PT. Here's how you do it. If you want to bring somebody in, in a profit share role, here's, you know, here, here's where, where you, you find people to hire. Here's how you run every, you name it. We have a system for it. We point you to the right thing at the right time. The thing that we didn't think we were getting ourselves into that is actually like the best part of all of it is the development of leaders and people. And ironically, 
the military side of things helps me tremendously when Jared as well, tremendously when it comes to leading people, because what I just took for granted was getting thrown into these situations where I didn't have a choice, but to be a leader, um, has been very helpful for me to be able to teach other people that have not had that experience, how to lead other human beings, which is very difficult to do within their own, uh, you know, within their own businesses, which primarily comes back to personal development. It's that it's, it's always that they have a problem with something that they need to resolve first. Otherwise it gets, you know, reflected on their business in a, in a magnified way. You know, so for instance, if you lack emotional control and you, you, you don't know how to handle your own temper and you go off the rails on your office manager because she's not handling inbound calls correctly, that person is not going to stick around very well. And that's your problem because you didn't actually educate that person on what they should do. You just lost your temper and you don't, you, you don't have good emotional control. So if you don't solve that, the next office manager you hire is going to, the same thing is going to happen. So as an entrepreneur, I think the interesting thing is um, it's, it's frustrating to know that everything is our fault, but also it's great to know that everything's our fault because we have an opportunity I to love that. resolve it. Yeah. I used to tell people, you know, good news, bad news when you start your own business. The boss is an asshole. I said, that's the good news. The bad news is you are the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Just own that from day one. The boss is it. Everybody goes, how's your business? I always used to say, well, you know, my boss is an asshole. Yeah. The good news is I know who it is, right? It's like, great. It's great. You know, and well, I mean, I, I even like, I think the best part, and I, I'm, I'm sure you see this too with the people you get to work with. Like I, I just talked to uh, one of our mastermind members who's he's worked with us for three years. Um, and, uh, you know, we did a, we did a Facebook live. Um, he, he's on, he just, they have four PTs. So himself and three other ones and his wife, who is a, uh, uh, like an assistant district attorney, like really, um, you know, intense, uh, legal job that she had working for the state. Uh, she just left that to work with their business full time. And, you know, it's interesting to talk to him about how much more time they're spending together, how much like they're improving their relationship, how much more time freedom they have with their kids to where they can do the things that they want. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, like these businesses really, if done correctly, should support the life you want to live, not become your life. And the vast majority of business owners, and I'm sure you see this as well, their business becomes their life. It runs it and they have no they have no separation. They have no checks and balances. There's nothing happening on the back end if they're not there or taking care of it. And they've got to get out of their own way in order to really be able to like uh, to effective uh, effectively help more people as well as hire more people and and grow their company. Um, and if they don't know that skill set, that's fine because we didn't go to school to do that. We went to school to learn how to like pass a federal exam and help people with back pain or whatever else they're dealing with, right? And I, for whatever reason. Um, clinical education is like, people totally find that it's like, Oh, it's great. A clinical education. I just, you know, they like it. They like it. It's, you know, something they, they enjoy, they keep their CEUs up. But when we look at the actual like return on time and investment, if you're really trying to do something on your own on the business side, you need to be spending every dollar you possibly can on business education and networking and your skill set because it's not how well you can try to nail somebody's shoulder that's going to get them to come back or not. If you, once you're competent, it comes down to your ability to be, you know, a business owner. Simple enough. I agree on all that. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it is what it is. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's good to hear. Um, I, you know, I, I really wanted people to hear your story and who you're helping. So l- let's back it up. You got 108 people. So I heard this recently. So I'm going to ask you some softball questions because I want you to share a little more. So you have 800 people in your group. 
but not all 108 are just thrown together in one big mishmash of people. You have two separate groups, right? You have your right. Alpha and Bravo group. Is that correct? So, yeah. So, I mean, what's it, what we what we've kind of tried to figure out is okay, how do you how do you work with people in an effective way that's not just one on one, which I think is what most people think they need. And I think if you're learning like a very specific skill, one-on-one is the way to go. Like if I, if, if you want to learn Facebook marketing, find somebody that you can pay that's good at Facebook marketing that can show you how to do that, right? If you want to build a business, we've found um, it's not just information, but it's being pointed to the right information at the right time, being held accountable and having a group of people around you that's openly willing to help you as well, which only works if you are openly willing to help everybody else as well. So the culture of our group is about abundance, about constantly helping each other. And the more they give to the group, the more the group gives back to them. So, you know, as we've gone through some, some growth cycles, uh, you know, we definitely never thought that we would have I don't know, more than like 10 people we were working with at a time. Right. And, you know, fast forward and now we have over a hundred just in our mastermind and, you know, another 70 plus, uh, in our three month program. So the way that we do it is if, if you're just starting or you're less than probably five to $8,000 a month, um, you know, our clinical rainmaker program is exactly what those people need. It's upgrading their organization, sales and marketing. You've got to get these things in place. And once they do that, it's what's really cool is like, we've been tracking this now. We have an 88% success and completion rate with this program, which is like, I, I, that's, it was way higher than we ever thought that it would be. And, you know, for us, what we want to see is a three X return for people, you know, during that time, uh, on their, on their investment for it to be considered a win for us, as well as completion of all their one-on-one calls and, and their group calls. So 88% of people we work with, they, they complete that. They, and they, they pass our standard, um, which is, would be for success as far as our mastermind. Now those goes, are brand new people, right? But the brand new are are kind of new, right? Yeah. So but, they, they so haven't started. Say yeah, again, like, sorry. sorry. Yeah. So either haven't started, they don't know what they're doing. Uh, or they've started usually a side hustle and they, they're actually the worst, the, 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 the best people to work with are the ones that have tried it themselves. They've run into the wall. They realize it really hurts. And then now they're like, okay, there's gotta be a better way. And then we get a chance to actually like organize their business with them and organize their efforts in a way where they're getting traction and not just like constantly running into the wall over and over again. Right. Um, so, so that's who does really well there. So once they're, you know, between five to $8,000 a month, somewhere in that range, the goal is leave your full-time job, go all in on your business, and then quickly get to $10,000 a month as fast as you can. We have, we have plenty of people that do that even in the Rainmaker program. I think our, our PR that we've had for somebody in three months, this is crazy. This person hit $22,000 in revenue their third month. And they had, they, they had only had a business for a month before they even started working with us. Yeah. So, so they absolutely went bananas. Um, and had a great situation to do so as well. But, um, for people that like can get to 10 grand, we think it's actually, it's a really, it's a unique stage because it shows you that you never have to work for someone else the rest of your life. And it also shows you that you have a, a business that can be scaled past yourself. So it's sort of the end of the proof of concept phase is what we look at it. Um, and the goal is, to, you know, get them looped into, uh, like that in the mastermind, a couple of things. Number one, they get assigned an accountability group based on the size of their business. So you're in there with about five or six other business owners that are around the same stage as you. And we force accountability. You have a set 
uh, uh, standard of key performance indicators you have to put together and present on your business every single month. We have a facilitator coach that's in there. That's a senior uh, member of the mastermind that has at least scaled past himself more than one provider um, that, that's, that runs those if it's not one of our partners or myself. And, um, and the goal is forced accountability. You stay on track as well as you're going to tell us exactly what you're going to do next month. And we're going to make sure you do it because you're going to have to tell us whether you did it or not. Um, you know, the, the following. So forced accountability is, is huge, especially around the right group of people. Um, the other big thing that we found that works really well that, uh, you know, is it, it's, it doesn't seem like uh, maybe like that, that important of a, a, I guess a feature or a coaching option is we use Voxer, which is a voice message app to handle questions in between accountability group meetings and live events. And I probably get 15 to 20 Voxer messages a day. Um, my business partner is probably the same, you know, with the volume of people we're working with, it's a decent amount, but it can literally be as simple as, Hey, I just got off the phone with this person. This is what they said. It didn't go very well. I think I fumbled it. What should I do next time? And we can role play back and forth a little bit in terms of what they can do. And in real time, we can solve a sales problem for them without having to figure out, Hey, how do we jump on a call? Like, what's your schedule look like? Like, what's mine look like? And if there's an emergency, if there's something really important, like I got on a call with somebody that needed to review a sublease of a space that they were about to sign a lease on. Hey, for sure, we need to look at this because don't screw this up. You're going to be locked in for five years. You know, so things like that, we definitely get involved in. Um, but we try to be as efficient with people's time as possible. Like we don't want them to have to spend five hours a, a week on mastermind stuff. Like we want them to spend as little time as possible to get the effect that they they want. That's kind of what we found to be, um, you know, th the best. And then on the big scale, like in terms of everybody coming together, we found a cadence of quarterly touch points is the best way to go about this. So we actually go through quarterly planning with our businesses every every three months. So it's either uh, virtual where we're doing it uh, virtual base. We have our own planner we've created for our, for our, uh, you know, actual development of, of our quarterly planning. It's, it's like paper, you write it down, you carry it with you, you follow it. You know, so we take people through that beginning of Q1, two, three, and four virtual as well as in person. And the in-person ones are just a lot of fun, man. We get to bring guest presenters in. We get to have fun together. We get to go to cool places with people that we like to work with and we work on the businesses, but more than anything, you know, we work on expanding their network. We work on, um, you know, letting them getting in an environment around the right people and cool shit happens whenever that happens. Like, I mean, I'm sure you, you've been to plenty of live events and if you're around the right people and you're having the right conversations and people are like challenging you in a positive way or supporting you in a positive way, um, or you're just playing cornhole and all of a sudden, like this solution to this problem happens because you're not actively working your business at that time. It's hard to explain like why that's beneficial. I don't know all the reasons why, but they're massively helpful and people come away from those and their businesses just skyrocket afterward. Um, so th those have been fun as well as, you know, I, I guess selfishly, our live events are like two of my favorite times of the year. You know, it's, it's like Christmas day for me. Um, and as weird as, as weird as that might sound, like it's literally like some of my favorite people to be around. And some of, some of my favorite time that I spend, um, cause it's rare to be around the right people, you know, in that capacity. So anyway, that, that's what we found success. And we've had a lot of iteration one, two, three, four, whatever that didn't work very well that we've tested. And I'm sure we will improve and change. And I'll look back in a couple of years and be like, man, we're doing all the wrong things. Uh, hopefully that means we've improved. And every year we continue to do that. Hey, so tell me, let's back it all the way up. So people who are looking for a solution, right? And they come across you. So, and by the way, so just fill these in for me. I mean, 
everybody in your, so see, and this will be good because you can clarify this. Everybody in your mastermind is either cash or out of network, cash based or out of network, or they're in network people in your mastermind. Cash or hybrid. So the only time that we'll take, uh, we we do have, we do have out of network clinics. um, So cash out of network or hybrid. And the only time that we'll bring an in network clinic on is if they're trying to get to the point where they are at least moving. Okay, cool. So that's good. So I just want people to understand the mindset around this. You have brand new people who have just started, right? Maybe still doing the side hustle thing. So one foot in each one. And those are the people that I heard you guys really helped to kick their ass in gear and get their foot feet on both sides of the um, rail of doing their own thing. Now, what about somewhere up? So yeah, well, I guess it's good enough. And most of these people models, what they're in gyms, they have, are they mobile? Are they uh, brick and mortar? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so everybody understands. So uh, if we, we've, we work with mobile practices, but only to get them out of being a mobile practice. Um, you know, I got you. The, okay. the, the challenge, I think the challenge with the model is um, uh, at least we're not, we're not good at scaling that. Right. Yeah. So we, we know that. Yeah. Um, and, and that that's, so that's good. And that's what I want people to hear here is, Hey, I'm thinking of this. Should I contact Danny or not? Right. BT. No, but if you talk to me, I'll probably talk you, try to talk you out of running a mobile practice because as of right now, we've probably had, 15, 20 practices that we took from a mobile practice to a brick and mortar and quadrupled their revenue. You know, like it doesn't, um, it's, it's difficult unless you're in a very population dense area from what I've seen to be able to scale that because of time inefficiencies. Um, you know, unless you're going to charge a, a fairly significant premium and there's definitely ways to many ways to run these businesses effectively and, and, and they're working people, especially want convenience. But when we look at a provider that we work with, most of them are performance-based providers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So performance-based providers too. So that's the other thing you're thinking that, Hey, right. I'm, I'm a performance-based provider you know, exercise movement, gym type stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's hard to bring that stuff with you, um, you know, when you're in your car and uh, bells get fucking heavy, dude, dude, I I travel like four in my trunk because I do a workout on Saturdays. It's bad. And then I have to make two trips to the car to get both sets of kettlebells to the top. That's where I work. Hey, that's a big deal. One of my, one of my core values is to go on vacations, go on vacation with people that bring a kettlebell with them. So Uh, dude, yeah, I got four in my trunk right now, dude. That's good. That's no, I mean, I think that, uh, I, I think there's, there's ways to, to, to do it. Um, but it has to be a very specific location. Cool. And, you know, so for us, you know, these performance-based providers that we see are just like, you know, okay, you have a background in some sort of sport and or uh, niche, you know, like for instance, uh, one of the big ones that we work with is runners. We work, we work with a ton of practices that work with runners and, you know, so for them, they're, they're going to run their practice model significantly different than somebody that's like a manual therapist based like yeah. mobile PT, you know, for so, sure. For um, sure. Yeah. Th- that's sort of our sweet spot. Cool. Cool. So Lord have mercy. I looked at the clock and I went, what? Cause this, this flowed really well. So I think we're going to stop it here. I appreciate the share. I think there's so, again, I think everyone I've told everybody, you got to stop and roll that back. So make sure you stopped and roll back the part I told you, because those are the biggest takeaways and all the ones so far. Um, I really appreciate your story. I learned something new as I had hoped to about you and your story. I'm really excited for people to sit through this and and really connect with, hey, I like this story. Hey, I like what he's doing. Hey, I need to, I have these same goals. I have these objectives and this is a great fit. And that's what I really wanted to get out of this. And if you got to the end of this and you're still not quite sure if Danny's right for you, then you got to listen to the whole goddamn thing again because you weren't paying attention because that was good. (laughs) 
And I, I would, I would add to this too, right? I mean, I, I, I think it's like, um, uh, clinicians, right? Like you, if you want to be the, the person for everybody, like you want to be the best fit for everybody, you're really the fit for nobody. And yeah, you know, like we, and so, you know, for us, it, even if somebody is, is, uh, interested in working with us, every single person we work with goes through a interview process with one of our, um, coaches before we even say yes to working with them. So one of the reasons why we have such a high success rate is because we actually turn a lot of people away and refer them out to other, you know, people like that you, you have talked to. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's the right way to do it. It's, it's, it's very much like, you know, Hey, you want to be a musculoskeletal, musculoskeletal primary care provider. You got to know, you know, what doesn't belong in your clinic just as much as what, do, you know, what does. And, and, you know, for us, if, if it's the, if it's a fit, then, um, you probably know it. I mean, I think that's the thing, right? It's like, if you listen to this, you're like, I don't know what he's talking about. doesn't really resonate with me. That's cool. You know, like you need to find the person that seems like it's the right fit for you and for what you're trying to do, because ultimately you have to get, you have to invest in yourself because it's the safest investment you can possibly make, whether it's with us, whether it's with somebody else. Um, but if you're just trying to figure everything out on your own, you're trading the most valuable resource we have, which is time to try to screw around and figure out things by yourself. When, why would you not want to fast track that if ultimately this is providing for you and your family and you want the best chance of that actually working, then, you know, get some help, uh, from whoever resonates with you the most, you will look back and, and honestly probably feel that's the best investment you've ever made. Yeah. That that's one of my biggest takeaways over my career is not, um, not investing early enough. And then what I did learn then I just started throwing Right now, dude, out of my monthly expenses, the biggest percentages are all in coaching. Yeah. Uh, paying someone for coaching and for their expertise. I got like three or four people I'm paying right now. And it is like 60% of my uh, monthly expenses, yeah. which by the way, the ROI is huge. Um, yeah, but you know, I mean, I think it's like, it's, it's, you know, I had a friend that brought this up to me his, and um, his uh, family's Iranian um, and his dad is a, uh, a physician. Right. So they, they left Iran. His dad came here, passed the boards here and was able to practice as a physician. And, you know, he's like, they took everything from his family, everything, like all their property, you know, all their money, uh, everything, but they couldn't take his dad's information. They couldn't take his dad's knowledge. And when he left, he could start over with what he had retained and what he invested in himself. And, you know, I've never thought about, I've never been in a situation like that. Yeah. That's wow, dude, that all of a sudden the perspective and context on that gets huge. Yeah. Not to say anything like that's probably ever going to happen, but if you really look at like your, you know, you're investing in a skill set that no one can ever take away. And and you're right. If you wanted to go and start an ice cream store uh, and you understand how to effectively run a business, how to market, sell, you know, systemize and hire people, like I guarantee you selling ice cream is easier than cash physical therapy. Like I, it's one of the hardest things to sell. Ice cream is easy. Just don't show up. In a, well, I'd argue, dude, I know there's like stone cold creamery in fucking Alaska. So I just say, I was going to say, don't go to Alaska, but you know what? BS. There are yeah. people selling ice cream in Alaska. Everybody loves ice cream, you know? So anyway, I mean, I appreciate the time to, that, that, you're, that you gave me to be able to talk about this. I very, I very rarely rant about the, um, the things that we're doing and the way they're structured and like, what, you know, That's I mean, what I wanted you to do. Yeah, we we really just want is to you know to be able to have the right conversations with people, be able to help them along the way, and and empower them with the business skill set they need to kind of go forward, and then they take it and they run with it. And and uh, you know what's been fun to watch is the alumni of our mastermind. Like we have so many successful alumni that we've worked. Not even like we're not even actively working right now. You know, add another you know eighty people or so on top of that that we've worked with that are now successfully still growing and and you know building their businesses and. 
that we still keep in touch with, you know, so it's, it's cool. We, we really enjoy the opportunity to be able to help this side of the profession. That's a great, it's a great place to be. It's a great, I, again, where I stopped everybody and said, think about this, right. That impact of that $25 million in hiring a hundred people, right. Is yeah. ginormous. Hey, it, it uh, where, where can, oh, go on. I was going to say, look, that's going to be 50 million. That's going to be $50 million by the end of the year. That's going to be, you know, just for the people that we're working with, that's if we don't have anybody else we add to, you know, so for us, we're like, all right, well, how many years is it going to take for us to get to 500 million, you know, and then how much longer from that to get to a billion. But I think if we could really do that, you know, if we really look at the profession, people are down on the profession, do they? Oh Oh, my God. They're they're so, they're so negative about physical therapy. There's a surplus of physical therapists. I'm like, dude, where are you hanging out? Do you think there's a surplus? Uh, By the way, where are you hanging out? that you don't see more people you can help in your yeah. community, dude. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think, and that's the thing, right? Like what percent of the population are we not even helping that we should? And the majority, uh, the vast majority, a hundred percent. And, you know, so as we look at that, it's a, it's a huge goal, but if we really could, can accomplish it, I think we're going to shift the profession in a way where, you know, people that's are, awesome. are really going to be more proactive mindset. with their health. Yeah. I mean, like that's, that's the goal. It's, it's all about how we can help people be healthy for as long as possible. We just use the vehicle of our, you know, uh, people, our performance-based providers who I really think have a unique opportunity to do that and teach them how to help more people and employ more people to help more people. And it just kind of grows from there. So that, that's, that's the goal. Where do they find you? Yeah. They can just go to physical therapy, biz, And, uh, and, and they can check out what we got going on there. They can also go to, uh, Instagram, you know, Danny Mate PT, I'm a pretty easy person to find. If you Google my name, it's like me and a guy that owns a, uh, uh, like a, a ticket, uh, second secondary market ticket company in San Antonio who has the same name as me. So, um, if you click on his site, it's not me, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty simple, dude. Flip a coin. You still will figure out what you need. 50% to get. of the time it's me. Within one click, dude, you know, right. You might go there and be like, you know what? I did want to get some tickets yeah. and it's a win-win. Exactly. So Physical Therapy Biz, Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Matei, M-A-T-T-A-P-T. So I just want to make sure they know the Matei part because they might put E's and Y's in there, dude. So thanks so much, my friend. I appreciate you coming on. It's it's so cool to hear the whole story. As I tell everybody when I bring them on here, I really don't know your story anyway. So I love jumping on these and get the whole story. So Again, thank you. And thank you for sharing. And thank you for what you're doing, my friend. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for the time and the opportunity to chat with you. Always, uh, always appreciate it. You know, I, you're, you're somebody that I've learned so much from, and it's just, you know, it's, it's ironic that you're okay. asking me my story. I feel like I need to ask you, we need to do this with you. Cause uh, you probably have a, uh, a pretty, pretty impressive story. I would assume. You know, it, what it all comes down to, dude, I'll tell you, I'm going to tell everybody the 15 second spill. What it all comes down to is we both teach business principles that you can fucking take anywhere. And by the way, I'd argue we both teach principles that will make you more successful in your personal life too. So yeah, shit. I mean, now, that's what it all comes exactly. down to, dude, right? Agreed. So I appreciate it. And thanks to all my listeners again for investing your time and your energy. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Cheers. Cool. Thanks. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, If you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham PT, J-E-R-R-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content, videos added weekly, if not 
daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today. Second thing I want you to do is just jump in feet first over at my Facebook group. What's best for the patient is best for business daily interactions, right? I'll be there. You can have discussions with other people. You can ask me questions. I post there frequently, post videos. I share information there. So it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business, this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance. Cheers all.